from the Comedy Zone at the NC Music Factory in Charlotte, North Carolina. This is the Comedy Zone Podcast. Find us on Twitter at the CZ Podcast and email us at ComedyZonePodcast at gmail.com. Now, your hosts, Will Jacobs and Spencer Taylor. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Comedy Zone podcast. Uh, The intro is a lie. Will Jacobs isn't here. He's on assignment now. I won't tell you where. I'll let him describe that when he comes back. But instead, we have my good friend JD here. Say hey, JD. What's up, everybody? Glad to be back. Thanks for having me back. Uh, It was a lot of fun two weeks ago. Yeah, two weeks ago with Rachel in here. Yeah. Yeah, you know, finally get to be on here with 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 the Spencer Taylor. Yeah, so. this is a, this is my second one. This is your second one. Oh, really? really? This is only your second yeah. one? <laughs> oh, nice. Okay. I went on hiatus for a little bit. Oh man, I want my name in the intro then. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You've kind of earned it just as much as I. Have. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, I'm, I'm happy to be here. Yeah, should have been like JD instead of Will Jacobs. Chisel. <laughs> oh man, did you go into Jizzle? What last Jizzle. night? Uh, what well, last night? I saw you. we went. We had a show together last night. We did. It was the, it was uh, fun. He went right before me. Fitzgerald's. I went real weird with it. Yeah, well, I mean, the crowd was was into it until um, I got up there, and then, and then <laughs> after that, true. then after that, it went downhill from there. That's not true. It, it was it was at Fitzgerald's. Um, they do it every every Thursday now. Every right? well, yeah, or I think it, it is every Thursday. Every Thursday, um, and it's hosted by our friend Paul Pilato, and it it's a fun room. I had my sister come out, and that's always fun. She's such a good lead laugher because she laughs at everything anyway. And so, if you heard anyone in the background like ah, 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 that was that my was, sister. <laughs> that was her in the back, her yeah, the very back, the very very back. Yeah, yeah I the heard only other there. brown girl. <laughs> uh, there was a few other ones. Well, there, no, there was one. No, yeah, well, there, Ryan was Davis one. was there, so his fans came out. So they, I mean, there was others. There. Yeah, there, there were other brown people there. Yeah. That's true. So how's your week been going other than that? Oh, man, it's going. Got a day job. You got to be there at 6 o'clock in the morning. You That's know, disgusting. Monday through Wednesday, yeah. What is the job? What do you do? Um, just working out at the airport. CLT, yeah. Like you work out at the airport? You yeah, do aerobics I work out at the clit. Is CLT. That, I was like, what? The CLT airport. <laughs> oh, you guys don't you guys don't say airport codes in like one word? Like if you're flying into Canton Akron. Wouldn't it just be No, it's well you got you gotta imagine an I there. You gotta have some kind of imagination spin. Why don't know? Yeah, so you, I don't Clot. know, you see CLT. Clot. Yeah. What is it? It could be it could be any I'm just saying that it could be any vowel. I don't know why you went with that one. Why why Why'd not go with so that dirty? one? Why not go with that one? You just got a puppy, didn't you? Yeah, I did. I got to play with it. It was so cute. <laughs> I love puppies. He's a cute little guy until he starts pooping everywhere. Yeah, that always sucks. Do, so do you don't live in an apartment though? No, we just bought a house um back in January. Um yeah, got a puppy. This is our baby training. Aw. Yeah. I uh I just moved into an apartment and the worst part about it is they expect me to pick up my dog's poop. You know, for like respect reasons and stuff, but I I don't want to be that familiar with my dog's poop. I you disgust. Have to be. It makes me so sad every time I do it. So I kind of take him into this corner and a corner no one walks in, and sometimes I just let him go there because like if a dog poops and no one sees it, did, did he really poop? <laughs> yeah, <laughs because the there's evidence. There's evidence. Oh, no one can see. No, it's in the corner. No one walks there. That's true. Of course, all the other dogs they'll eat it. Uh, it makes me so sick that I know the consistency of his poop now. Why? <laughs> that I know the color. That's that just I... part of being a good parent to uh, that dog. You gotta know the like. You gotta know if it's healthy or not. You gotta uh, you gotta get in there. You gotta investigate that poop. 
that's disgusting. No, but I mean, it is disgusting. But See, that's part of being the parent, though. You gotta like. I it's just know. he looks at me so shamelessly. Like when I when well, I'm with a baby or something, it's all smiley and cute and stuff. <laughs> if it poops, but every time I look at my dog, he's just staring me in the eyes while he does it. Like, look what I'm doing. Why are you look staring back? Gonna... <laughs> you could look away. You could be the bigger no, person. No, but then no, I can't look away because then he wins. <laughs> Who's really winning in a staring contest involving uh, bowel movement? I think we're both losing. Well, I guess I guess he's winning. <laughs> Because I have to pick it up afterwards. Yeah, he's totally winning. I had a nightmare. Well, I guess it wouldn't be a nightmare. I had a dream last night that I woke up and um, he'd pooped all over the neighborhood. And the police came and they said, oh, man, there, a, a random light just came on. Uh, <laughs> and then the police came and they're like, you need to pick all of this up. And they handed me a shovel and I was very upset. It was like mountains of poop. Mountains? That, that, this those was are what my dream. dreams. Yeah, those are what my dreams dream. are about. That's what you're scared of? <laughs> just mountains of Mount, your dog's poop? Absolutely. I'm scared of small piles of my dog's poop so it really but your dog's so small yeah well that sounds manageable yeah it's kind of manageable but it's it's actually surprisingly unmanageable honestly because he's very because it's all over it's i mean he's he's a healthy hearty eater and everything that comes out is healthy and hearty and yeah right i can't describe it for like five straight minutes you're welcome listeners (laughs) you're welcome but if you're a dog owner you know what we're talking about you have to pay attention to your dog's poo that's all unless you're a lazy dog owner like me and then you never had to pay attention and then please don't have children (laughs) children are so much easier to no how are children easier than a puppy it's all contained in like a little children are 10 times worse than a puppy dog ah i don't know i mean at least when it comes to taking care of them that's all puppy dogs are easy you get through the little you know the training part their house broken then it's you can coast from there that's why i'm not a fan of cats though i feel like cat owners always know like they they have to handle poop all the time it doesn't matter if they have a backyard or something like that they it's in their house but it's, it's not really poop. There. it's 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 um it's kitty litter mm. yeah but it it's it smells and it's well, gross I mean, and it's just poop you... covered in sand i don't know why that makes it more appealing to you <laughs> it doesn't like... i mean none of it's appealing it's just part of the process of getting to the appealing stuff mm. that's all you gotta just do it. i don't know Get have you good... taken your Get a man to handle it, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Nick won't pick up. Oh, he won't? Oh. <laughs> he won't oh, pick well, it up. He just, he just takes Boz wherever. And oh, that just... sounds good. Yeah, so I have to I have to handle it. Be the man, Spencer. <laughs> I you am, don't have a man. I am you, have man. To, you have to be the man. <laughs> handle that dog's poop. Have you taken your dog anywhere? Like tra- traveling? How's he we do with that? We took him over to my dad's house, and that's a whole adventure in its of itself. Um, he's very, like... He has a dog, but this dog's been alive for, geez, maybe 20 years. It what is kind of dog can stay alive? A walking corpse. That's Aww. what kind of dog is. Oh, <laughs> this got so morbid. Oh, man. He's so... This dog, it doesn't... It's just a walking ball of fur. Um, it has cataract in one eye, and it's like losing its teeth. Oh, man. And um, she has a couple of tumors in her throat. Jeez. Yeah. And so she wheezes all the time. He's like... <laughs> That's what this dog sounds like. That's how it breathes. Anyway, so we bring my little dog over into that environment. And, of course, the two don't get along. Like, I'm trying to get my dog to play and, and I don't know, like, entertain this this giant, nasty old dog <laughs> that is my dad's <laughs> the dog. The keeper of dogs. Yeah, I'm, I'm a firm believer that a human being's dog is a direct representation of its owner oh no don't say that because my dog's a little crazy there you go (laughs) you don't think you're crazy no not as crazy as my dog like i've never like seen a cat and lost my shit well you're not supposed to apply it to yourself you're supposed to look at other people and be like oh i can see that so that's why i thought your dog was crazy when i first met it (laughs) 
my dog is my dog is well no my dog's really crazy <laughs> he's got he's just got aggression issues but i don't yeah so that's the difference I, mm-hmm. uh, but he he's very fearful no. i guess well. he fear runs his life speaking of fear by the way uh shark attacks shark attacks yeah you like that segue that's how i do my segues that was a great segue. yeah that's how i do my segues in my set too i just kind of yell out you've seen me oh yeah and I just yell out the subject and i'm like shark attacks and then i go into it yeah <laughs> Don't have time for smooth segues. Yeah, Who has yeah, time for that? Smooth segues. You don't need those. But I've never, I've never had a fear of going into the ocean and being attacked by sharks. I know that's a huge fear, and a lot of people won't go into the ocean. Now you just said that you're scared of a lot of things, and that you're scared not, of not person. never. Well, never shark attacks. So you are, you are scared of fears. a dog's poop, but you are not, <laughs> I'm not scared, scared of dis- shark. Attacks. I'm disgusted by a dog's poop, but like <laughs> statistically, I'm not going to get attacked by a shark. Is how I feel. But I mean, if I you am, never go in the ocean, yeah, you're probably right. No, no, I don't let fear run my life. Like, I'll go into the ocean, and I'm scared that seaweed will touch my leg, and it'll skeeve me out. Because that's a real fear. And what it is happens, skeeve? Like, gross you out. Oh, like, okay. make you like, ugh. Oh, I, thought, I thought that was a weapon. <laughs> it does kind of sound like a weapon. It though. does. Oh, do you know what the past tense of smite is? Do you know this, Brian? Smitten. Nope. Do you know what the past tense? Smote. Yeah, I'm so tickled by that. <laughs> I just found that out. I looked at the with a friend the past tense of smite and it was smote and I'm like that cannot possibly be true. So use the God use the word smote me. Yes, use the word yeah, smote. And then God smote him. <laughs> it just it, it sounds like a horrible sexual act <laughs> to smote. Would you ever get smoted by seaweed in the ocean? Uh, no. <laughs> God, seaweed, it just creeps me out. I don't like it's slimy and it touches your legs, or if a small fish. So you're more creeped out by seaweed rather than sharks. Yeah, I don't think sharks are that scary. I mean, some people are getting attacked by sharks, but. Just a couple. Yeah, just a a few. But it's so. The reason it's news is because it's so rare. You know, it's not people aren't consistently getting attacked by sharks, so it's like it happened again to but they are, Bill. But they are now. Like, I mean, the last like three months, there's been like eight shark attacks. That's unheard of. And but, you're still not scared. You're a very brave person. What? Uh, no, I'm just not saying. I just, if I, if I worried about big things like that, like my dad, he's a worrier about every time I walk with a box or I'm like carrying something, he's like, watch your Achilles tendon. And I'm just like, I don't know what, I don't know Achilles what you want from tendon? me. Yeah. He gets very scared that about, I don't even know how his mind works. So if you've, I focused on like big things all the time, it drive me crazy. So I'm scared of very small, normal things and like shark seaweed attacks, and small fish. Shark attacks don't fit into that small, normal category to be no, scared no, of. Okay. Not at all. Even when I go to the beach, which is a lot. I like to go to the You're beach. always out there? What uh, beach not is your re- favorite? Not recently, but uh, I like Edisto a lot. I don't even know where that's at. Is that like one of those classy I'm really bad geographically. I just get in a car and people take me places. <laughs> um, I love the beaches in Costa Rica. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Oh, so you're a world traveler. Yeah. Oh, okay. I've been all over. You ever? Oh, yeah. I've done a few traveling. I love traveling. Where? Where's the farthest you've gone? Um, Amsterdam. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> also Rome and Barcelona, um, Germany, um, Switzerland. That's like, awesome. Was yeah. it like a tour? So uh, when my dad lost his mind, we went on like this um, like world going around the world trip. That's and, so cool. Yeah, and so we spent like a week in uh, the UK, uh, driving around, and then a week in in Europe, Europe, and went through a few different countries. That's I was like so fifteen. Cool. I got to drive on the autobahn. That was oh, fun. you were fifteen. That yeah. see, I I did a tour like that with my parents, and I went to Amsterdam, but I was ten years old. Mm, <laughs> so my enjoyment of it was a lot less. I do remember we went into like some kind of novelty shop and my mom handed novelty. me a novelty. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> my mom handed me a pen. She's like, go stand in the corner and look at this. Um, so I wouldn't look around. <laughs> but the pen she gave me was like, she gave me two pens. It was a woman and a man. And if you turn it upside down, they were naked. 
And for to her, this was this was good. Was so that I your don't birds know. and bees conversation at ten years old in oh, Amsterdam? I did. They they warned us on the tour bus. They're like, hey, if you have kids, maybe don't watch television. And my parents forgot that, and they're like, go watch TV. And so I turned it on, and then they hook up, and I'm just like, I'm seeing all kinds of acts that I probably didn't need to see. And I was like, huh. Well, would you look at that? Oh, look at that. Spitzer's going <laughs> to be smart. Not where your mouth goes. <laughs> <laughs> but I, w- I would like to go again now that I'm not 10 years old. Oh, it's a whole different world. Now. Yeah, I, I figured as much. Yeah. Do yeah. they still, Um, I I know that there was a big thing about tourists and, and one of the big appeals is smoking there is legal oh. smoking marijuana. Oh, I was going to say hookers. Oh. Oh, I did see the red light district. I was very excited. My mom's like, look, there's working women. <laughs> and I was like, oh, look at that. I had a strange childhood. I think my parents were always open about uh-uh. stuff like you that. You had a great childhood. <laughs> that sounds awesome. Yeah. I got to drink um, beer for the first time. At 10 there. years old? Yeah, they let me try it. Wow. Your so, parents rock. No, because when when you're little, it's the idea that you drink it, and then it's, ah, this is yucky, and then they don't drink uh, it again for a long time. Did that work on you? Um, yeah, because I didn't. I didn't like beer until I was like in college. I no. thought it was horrible. It was oh, okay. just something you did. Um, but then I had a I have a cousin. We watched him for a while. Like his mom got sick, so he lived with us. He's a little demon. He's <laughs> six years old, and my mom gave him a beer again. Like he's like, "Can I have a sip? Can I have yeah. a sip?" She goes, "Sure, have a sip." And so he takes a sip and he goes, "I like it," and then continues to drink <laughs> and she snatches it out of his hand. That's funny. Yeah. So that kid's gonna that he's backfired. gonna be trouble. That <laughs> exactly. You don't do that with anything else, though. Like, I don't think you do that with liquor with kids. It's always just like a beer or like, here, have a drag of this cigarette. Yeah, I don't know what else you could do that with. Um... Have a bump of this. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Take a little bit. Just a little. Sh- 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 <laughs> <laughs> I like it. No, you don't. <laughs> I don't think that stuff bit. is legal over in Amsterdam. I know that uh, I know weed is legal over there. They used to have a bunch of psychedelics that were legal. Mm-hmm. And I don't think... <clears throat> There's room, you know, there's always rumors, but last I heard was they're getting rid of the psychedelics, but the weed is still okay. I heard that it's not, it's not legal. excuse me, the coffee. Yeah. Yeah. I heard that herbs over there aren't legal anymore Uh, for tourists to buy. Oh, Is that true? Have you heard that? We need to go back and investigate. Oh, there we go. Do you think we could have like an, uh, on location? Our, (laughs) a podcast abroad. Yeah. Yeah. I can't promise that, but our uh, investigative team is on the, the, uh, Amsterdam thing right now. Because there's just no reason to go anymore. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Why, why would they take that away from us? I don't, I don't understand that. That's such a big tourism thing that and the prostitutes. Yeah. So yeah, we're Americans. We get what we want. Amsterdam. Like, (laughs) why are you going to take that away from us? Oh man. We're losing all of our (laughs) Amsterdam listeners. Yeah. Right. All, all those Amsterdamians. What are they called? I have Amsterdamians. Amsterdames. I like that. That's cool. Oh, I like that too. Amsterdams. I'm going to call a hooker that. I'm going to call a hooker that. It's my Amsterdam. <laughs> You're married. Your poor wife. I'm going to call my oh, hooker an yeah. <laughs> Amsterdam. Don't listen to this show, honey. Man, Don't listen I, to this one. I, I would love to go back to Europe. I, I went to Rome when I was 18. and Did you I understand could, any of the architecture and things that were happening? Did I understand it? Yeah, I mean, at 18, like, I mean, because sometimes people aren't interested into that kind of history. They're just going because they <laughs> I go. meant I saw the building and I'm like, what is this? No, 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 no. Bricks. No, no. I, I mean, mean the, the history of it all, I should say. Yeah, we went um, on a lot of tours. My dad lived over oh. there for a while. He used to be a Catholic priest. And uh, so he, like, was our tour guide. It was, it was really cool. And I, I do like, I like to listen to the history and um, of everything. I like to get, we went to the Coliseum and we went on this tour and they talked about the gladiators and stuff. That was so cool to me. That's awesome. So yeah, I really enjoyed it, but we, I got absinthe. Um, cause it was uh, like, Oh, look at this absinthe awesome. yeah. and it's green and it's supposed to make you hallucinate. It didn't do anything but taste 
horrible. Oh man, see, that's just how crazy you are, though. You see, like the absinthe makes a normal person see things and stuff like that. But us crazy people, yeah, when we, we drink it, we're just like, yeah, what's up? It <laughs> just it just took us that, to normal. That was Sprite. <laughs> oh god, it tasted really, really bad. We were talking earlier about Jaeger bombs. Ugh, they're the worst things. They ever. used to be the greatest things ever. I, when, I, yeah, when you're young, you're like, yeah, right. This. I'm pretty sure there's an age where you can tolerate Jaeger up to like I think it's probably around like. 18 and a half, maybe, or 19. <laughs> oh, man, you started early. Oh, yeah. It's from 10 to 18 and a half, and mm. then after that, That's just it. Little... You're going to hate Jaeger. Trust us. It, I don't... I feel that way about a lot of, like, liquor drinks that I thought were good, because you couldn't really taste the liquor at first, but now I guess my mind associates it with just bad things happening. Oh, man. So another one is Gin Bucket. You ever I've never gin? had that. What is that? You don't know what gin... How about you, Brian? You ever had Gin Bucket? Okay, so it's, um like, well, there's a bucket. <laughs> there's, there's, take bucket a take a bu- yeah and then you put the gin in it um and then there's like sprite and like kind of like club soda or something like that and then you put fruit in it anyway you feed it to people in a turkey baster at parties a turkey baster yeah which i'm sure is unsanitary that is innovative <laughs> yeah is you've it. never heard of it i don't know if it's like a southern so we college called thing it or- uh we called it pimp juice and basically, we wouldn't put gin in there. We put Everclear, which was that like, is the word. Never uh, Everclear, Everclear. It just was never clear. No, yeah, Everclear is fantastic. It's horrible. Never drink it. And then um, you soak all the fruit in that, and then you. I mean, it's so cheap. You get like two half handle, two handles of that, Ugh. and um, put it in the. Some people put it in the bathtub. I never did that. Oh. Put it in a full cooler though. That's gross. And then you have like the little spout on it. Baths Man. are so disgusting. You yeah, just marinate in your own filth. I've <laughs> seen you it, I've seen the there. pimp juice in the bathtub before. I have never drank it. Um, it wasn't in our bathtub that I saw it there. But That's disgusting. It's really gross. I don't know who would do that and the why toilet, that was a good idea. The sink. Yeah. But anyway, guys do really dumb things when they're, you know, 17 or 18. Mixed drinks in general. I steer clear of them now. I'm a beer drinker. Yeah. Even though you hated it at 10 years old? Yeah, <laughs> it's funny how the things you hate at ten then come around. Yeah, except vegetables, I'm still not on board with those. Right. I like. I mean, I like broccoli. Out of all the vegetables, you like broccoli. I like Brussels sprouts, um, and You're broccoli. Just, and he sounds like you love vegetables. Those no, no, are like no, the no, most no. extreme vegetables to like. No broccoli. Everyone likes broccoli, but nobody cheese likes on it. broccoli. No, literally everyone likes broccoli. Literally nobody likes broccoli. You put cheese on it and you can't even taste it. it just it you just taste the t- cheese. Yeah, it just tastes. So like you cheese. like cheese, is what you? Yeah, like. exactly. <laughs> cheese is my favorite vegetable. <laughs> it's literally all I eat. It's like cheese and carbs. Uh, yeah. Uh, what about um, so Brian? Did you figure out about Amsterdam? Are they? Still- I did. Uh, a article from February 2015 in Newsweek. Indicates that actually, uh, since 1976, it says authorities across the Netherlands have chosen to openly ignore that cannabis use is illegal. Huh. Uh, Look the other so way. Basically, it's still illegal, but they don't prosecute it. That's what led to the coffee shops. But now, uh, la, la, la. Uh, the police are—they uh, say cannabis with more than the, uh, with more than 15 percent of the THC that makes it intoxicating is now under consideration to be reclassified as one of the hard drugs that come with stiff penalties. So a lot of hmm. these coffee shops are now buying illegal marijuana, so they are starting to crack down um, on marijuana use in Amsterdam. So it's no longer, uh, I guess, the big draw that it used to be. You can still get that swag out there, though. Yeah. You know, <laughs> get that gas tank weed. <laughs> At oregano. Five bucks for a quarter. I can't imagine that... Uh, like what kind of crimes or things that like made them want to be like, oh no, we we need to crack down on this. I'm pretty sure it was American egotism that was over there. Like whenever I was over there, which is probably I don't know five years ago, we were just straight rude tourists. Like 
I'm, I apologize to every Amsterdam out there because we were just Amsterdam's. so offensive in what we were doing. <clears throat> in Amsterdam, everybody rides a bicycle or a scooter, and there, there's so many scooters on the road, it's comparable to like Honda Civics on ours, mm-hmm. and it's even more comparable because everybody hooks their scooters up. And like, so all of these people are like riding around in cool scooters and being like, and like, like, what up? I got my scooter hooked up today. Like, that's what they're doing. That's what, that's literally what they're saying. Every single person. I mean, you can just see it in their eyes. That's what they're (laughs) saying to each other. Whenever they actually acknowledge one another, it's kind of, everybody's in their own world. That's what weed does to you. Um, anyway, so these scooters, we would go and like sit on them, on all of them. We have like a photo collection of me and me and my buddy. You just go sit on other people's scooters. On other people's scooters because they were there. We just felt like that it was a tourist attraction spot, and like we would just sit and like we're big compared to a lot of the Amsterdam's over there. I don't. It's just how it goes. And so we're sitting on these things, and everybody's just like shaking their head at us. We're thinking it's hilarious. <laughs> You're horrible people. Oh, I told you we're horrible. Can you I just imagine told you if that. people came over here and we're just like sitting in our cars? I like, know. Look at me. I, I'm in a car. Spencer, <laughs> I, I totally understand. And I, 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 we were assholes. But I guarantee you that we weren't the only people over there doing really dumb stuff like that. Well, probably. I mean, people go to Amsterdam to party. Right. I was just thinking, if since it's illegal for everyone, like 15% or more THC content. What crimes were they having? Because I, I would assume that most of the crimes that they were having that caused them to make it illegal were by people who live there mm-hmm. or frequented there often, you know? Right. So I don't, I just, what motivation do you have after smoking that much <laughs> to oh, commit a crime I or to do saying. anything? That must be when the uh, the FIBO closed down or something what like that. What is the that. FIBO? FIBO? Is this, you don't know about FIBO? It's a, it's a, I don't know, it's this weird um, fast food company in Europe where basically hmm. they just make these really awesome Hot Pockets and they they're all made with like crazy european ingredients and they just put them in these glass cases and you walk into this like gas station like thing and it's just lined with plastic glass cases filled Mm. with these delicious hot pockets and it's open like 24 hours a day i like how you got so you got so freaking pretentious over there oh you don't know about fibo Fibo. you aren't aware yeah right (laughs) Of European fast food customs. Yeah, you don't know about that, Spencer. You're not a true stoner. I, I'm not a true stoner. You're crazy, though. I don't go to Europe. If, if it takes going to Europe to be a true stoner and eating Hot Pocket things, I don't have the money for that. Well, maybe one day, because I, I went into a lot of debt to get there. Well, I had fun talking to you, JD. I had fun talking to you, Spencer. I and don't even remember going, what we were talking about. Well, wait, I'm really excited about this because I think I think there's going to be an awesome song that's coming up, oh, yeah? Enigma. Yeah, Ooh. yeah, to take us into the next segment. So we will be right back. Yeah. yeah. Hey guys, it's Brian. Here's what's coming up at the Comedy Zone Charlotte over the next few weeks. July 3rd and 4th from Def Comedy Jam and BET, it's DS Sanders. Next weekend, July 9th through 11th, a celebrity show, Dominique, will be appearing on our stage. You know her from the Tom Joyner Show, Chappelle Show on Comedy Central, and Def Comedy Jam. Tonex and Friends on July 12th, and Comedy Zone favorite Kurt Green for one night only on July 15th. As for special shows, open mics, and stuff like that, July 7th, 180 seconds, open mic. The Fight Night series continues, hosted by our own Will Jacobs on July 14th. And Funny on the Fly, that series continues July 19th. That's a Sunday night. That's where comedians get their topics literally right before they hit the stage. 
Some big names coming to the Comedy Zone over the next few weeks. Michael Ian Black, Jim Norton, David Allen Greer, Chris D'Elia, Bill Bellamy, Matt Bronger for all those dates, times, and to buy tickets. Open mics and special shows. Of course, you can find everything by following the Comedy Zone at Comedy Zone CLT on Twitter, finding the Comedy Zone on Facebook, and of course on the website, cltcomedyzone.com. Welcome back to the Comedy Zone podcast. We have D.S. Sanders in the house. Hey, D.S. What's up? What's going on? Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, man. Man, what a morning. I tell you, we had a great show last night, and I paid for it with the party and afterwards. <laughs> uh, but that's the good times, though. That's the good times. That's right. Good times. And and I have my red Solo cup, and it's only water. Uh, that's what he says. That's no, what he that's says. really what it is. <laughs> now, give me a couple hours. <laughs> you know how you wake up the next morning I will never drink again <laughs> And then later on Alright I'll never drink that much again And then an hour later Damn that Oh, oh you curse on here yes. yeah. okay. Hell yeah. yeah You can curse Shit Wow she, yeah, Look she blue. says Shit <laughs> <laughs> You can tell she's not a She's not a usual curse Right Right <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I hope my mom's not listening. <laughs> I like your shirt. Thank you. Well, Thank it you. says sarcasm. Just one. Just one of the services that I offer. Now, what other services do you offer? A lot of services, but it's not that kind of shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, my favorite t shirt I have is I'm Probably Lying. I have that T-shirt. I, I wear that all the time. People always, man, and 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 I forget that I have it on. And so people, you know, just strange people in stores. Can I believe you? I'm like, yeah, you can believe me. I got the money. What are you talking? Oh, the shirt. <laughs> man, you're making me become an angry black man, lady. So how was it? So you you struggled getting up this morning. You said you kept hitting the snooze. Yeah, button. I kept hitting the snooze. Well, I don't have a snooze because huh? I broke the, the clock a long time ago. I don't. I just. <laughs> I don't, you know that's that's probably why I'm not on time a lot because I just don't believe in alarm clocks. Well, because I have every, all of that stuff on my phone. You know, I just. You remember when you used to have? I used to have alarm clocks. I used to have all kinds of. Now I just have a phone. I have no home phone. I have cell phone. I do everything on a cell phone. So. I blame it on it. It has no. I broke the alarm on it. So <laughs> by hitting snooze too no, much. No, by throwing it. <laughs> Get out of here, app. <laughs> what made you that mad to throw it? Waking it kept, up. Kept waking me up on time. <laughs> texting me, you're late. You're late. <laughs> I'm like, damn you. Shit. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> So what did you drink last night? What what is partying for you? Oh man, I had you know, I'm a I'm a whiskey man, so I'm a crown royal. But for some reason when I'm doing shows, I drink tequila. So you know, oh. so you can just imagine that. And then people send me shots on stage. So stop doing that, people. <laughs> stop it. If you're out there and you're listening and you send me shots in my show, do not do it anymore because I turn into a long winded uh, man. <laughs> Lisa came. Lisa, uh, Lisa came up to me last. I said, "You know, you did one hour and eighteen minutes." I said, "Damn, I was going for one thirty. My bad." <laughs> <laughs> what did she do when you said that? 
She just laughed. <laughs> she said, she said, you just got to make sure tonight that you and Mar, because we have two shows. I said, I'll try. No, I, do, I got to. I have to do the time. I'm, I love the people, and I just start. I get on the roll and I can't stop. There ain't nothing wrong with that. I've been on lots of shows with you and like it's it, that's what that's what everybody loves about you. I know that's not that, that's great, but you know sometimes. <laughs> well, thank you. You know he, he's kissing up to me right. Now. I want to work with that man. You look he's, great. You look great this morning. Too. Thank you. So Regardless nice of how whatever party and you did. I do not. Thank you though. <laughs> I I was gonna put my contact lenses in, but. They look like they would hurt to put them in, so I got my glasses. You're just looking, oh no, I'm not poking in my eye today, but it's it's all good. So, do you always drink before a show? You know, I I don't drink before the show. Okay. I usually drink during the show. I don't like to because because if I drink before the show, I might be too tipsy to do it. So, I'm a I'm a you know, or maybe I'll take a like a shot before I go on to kind of mm-hmm. just ease my nerves. Let's loosen up. Uh, yeah, just get you know, but but I don't have to you know if if I'm doing a uh, like a clean show, I, I worked for a long time on a cruise ship, so when I do my clean show, I don't drink okay. because I want to make sure I'm on top of all my faculties because I don't want to have a, a a child here and I go fuck. I mean, oh, excuse me, uh, shit. Uh, <laughs> so so I don't drink them, but you know, hey, it's all. All was it no ball? What is it? What you got to say? No ball, no bars. What do you, how do you, no bars, it? no, not no hole, no bar. What is Wait, it? Oh, oh yeah, no, all hole, all bar. I, can't. <laughs> I have no, hold I no know bars. what you mean. Hold I no bars. Hold that's no this, bar. right? Wait. That's right. All ball, balls, heart. <laughs> <laughs> can't even say it. I, later on, I'll, I'll figure it out. It's a term, you know, <laughs> hold no bars, something like that. I don't want to say the wrong like No holds bars. No, yeah, no that's holds it. That's it. That's it. Thank you. With our minds combined. It, it took man. us 20 minutes. That's the truth. <laughs> so you do, you do a lot of cruise ship work? I did. I, I did 10 years with Carnival. I feel oh, like wow. I put in my time. That's, <laughs> so that's how you feel about them. That's, that's how I feel. I mean, hey, it's, cruising is great if you're on vacation. But, you know, I did it for like 10 years, like about 17 to 18 days a month. So, Oh, wow. Yeah, it was fun the first two or three years. I've been everywhere, but I don't want to go back. <laughs> so do you get seasick i never got seasick i never got seasick it was just it's um and one thing i will say about it if you if if you guys ever you guys get the opportunity to ever do it it gets your show real tight because you do a lot of you do uh um like i guess i would 30 minute shows you do like five different and you usually go out like a seven day period like uh, the back of one cruise like the last three or four days of one cruise, the first three or four of the first of the next cruise. So you do like ten shows in that period of time. So you get a lot. You get you work on your routine a lot, but you're just out there all the time. Yeah, and yeah. Cruising is cool if you got your family and friends, but when you're always by yourself, all by myself. <laughs> that's when you, then, you, then that's when you. I've been that's what I tell people I've been drunk in a lot of countries <laughs> <laughs> now our, um, the usual host to the show Will Jacobs is on a cruise right now on a cruise right now yeah. Will Jacobs cruise up buddy <laughs> <laughs> and he was talking about um, last week bringing alcohol sneaking alcohol, sneaking on alcohol. T- so is that something you have to do or do you get your drinks for free well see no uh, well we get I didn't get them for free but you get them so cheap when you work on a ship like like I think um, you could get like like I said I'm a, that's when I became a Crown Royal man when I started working on the ships that's my text I'm sorry 
<laughs> you stop text, man. Um, <laughs> Your phone's getting you back for throwing yeah, it. Yeah, right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> it's going to interrupt the podcast. Um, like, I'll show you. You you get like on a cruise, like I think get like two liters of Crown Royal for like thirty bucks. Oh, dear. and then you and then as a as a crew a crew member, then you get even twenty percent off of that. So nice. And you and you'd have like in you the, have to in the crew bar uh, a beer uh, a liquor shot is a dollar fifty cent. Oh. Oh yeah. So you'd always give me a double. <laughs> <laughs> How does cruise ship food? I've never been on a cruise. Yes, you know what? You know what? Um, for the passengers, it's good food. I mean, but um, for crew members, man, you know, you because you cause you eat below the boat, so you would eat um, the, wherever the cooks are from, and always the cooks are from like other countries. So you you know you know you you, you cooks are you know maybe from Romania or or you know philippines so you'd always eat a lot of rice every rice every day like is a rice again okay <laughs> so but uh but i enjoyed it you know like i said the food was not bad plenty of it always a lot of it and if you've been but for passengers that's it's good i mean they i mean they feed you i mean everywhere you've got their food more food is always a buffet open always that's right yeah that's right. In other countries, buffet is, is a table, but in America, it's all you can eat. <laughs> That's why we're fat people, man. So when you go on the – what's the farthest you've gone to do comedy? The furthest I've been, I guess, I, don't, I guess um, – I guess on the ships, maybe in the Caribbean. I've never been to Europe. I was supposed to go to Europe a couple of times um, to 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 Germany, but it, it it fell out. So I was glad about that. I didn't want to go for the military. I mean, I wanted to go for the soldiers. Let me say that I love the soldiers, but I didn't want to go on the trip. I didn't want to fly that far. I think I guess the just wherever the ship um, I've flown to Barbados to do a show before. So, oh wow! So. That's probably as far just just to fly to do a show. Mm-hmm. I guess wherever the boat. I sometimes we were places I didn't know where the boat was. Where where? <laughs> because of all the crown. Crown Royal. <laughs> and Stella beers, man. Stella beers. One dollar beers on the cruise ships too, man. I, I do miss those prices. I. That's amazing. One time I was in this in Harrisburg, uh, Pennsylvania, and I went to this bar. And I'm sorry, all my stories got to do with drinking. <laughs> I went to this bar and I was with these guys, and we, we just did this show in Harrisburg. And I said, "So, well, I'll just buy you guys a drink." So, and I bought it was like four guys. I bought a round, and the bartender said, "He said, he said eight dollars." I said, "No, you don't understand. I bought. I'm buying all of them." He said, "Yeah, that's what he said." So the guy looked at me. He said, "These are all the drinks are dollar." I said, well, shit, get those four or five other people to drink, man. Let me ball out. Here's a 20. Do what you can do. <laughs> so then I went, and that's the capital of this, this place. It was a dollar drinks. And let me tell you something. There was nothing more fulfilling than you could get yourself as drunk as you'd like and 30 other people and spend $40, man. That does not wreck your budget. <laughs> So travel is what you're saying. If you like to drink, that's right. Travel where it's cheap. Well, it's where, hey, hey, I've been, and I've often, I've, I don't know how those, I don't know how that place stayed in business. The next time I went there to work, I said, let's go back to the dollar bar. I said, man, shit, they've been out of business. I said, well, <laughs> you can't, you can't stay in business like that. <laughs> so, do you work with the troops a lot? I have. I've done a lot of stuff. I've done a lot of uh, military. So I've been doing it. I've been doing comedy now. With, 
20, 22 years. So I've done a lot of military bases. I used to do this um, uh, this tour. I had a, one of my uh, club managers. He he was a ex military guy, so we used to go on like um, like all the military bases, all the the the, the Braggs, the <laughs> the Shaws, the Air Force bases. I've been all over to do a lot of military bases. Love the soldiers. Hoo-ah. That's for the, <laughs> I, you know, I used to think that's the Marines thing. But that's actually an Army thing. Hoo-ah. Hmm. That's right. Hoo-ah. Hoo-ah. So you're in Charlotte for um, for four nights? Four nights. Uh, what is it? July 1st? Today's the... Uh, yeah, ju- yeah, July 1st through third. the... No, today's the third now. Right. That was here Wednesday, July 1st through the 4th. Um, here at the Comedy Zone. Uh, and this... And now... Now this this is the third. This is how this is how long this is how old I am. This <laughs> is the this is actually the third Comedy Zone location that I performed in here in Charlotte. Now you guys are not, now you guys you you don't remember the good old days of Independence, and uh, <laughs> then and then we moved down to College Street. So I've been doing it a long time, and and we've had and this and I want to say this is the best location out there if you've been to the other comedy zones you haven't made it here to the music factory they did it right this time they put in all the things that we wanted as comedians over the years it just there it just took 20 something years that's right except <laughs> for the up. except for the dollar drinks that's the only <laughs> thing they've not put in but yeah this is uh now you guys now, now I know you're interviewing me but you guys now you guys how long you been doing comedy, man? Uh, I'm coming up on eight years now. Eight years, eight okay. years. Oh, old wow. guy I yourself. Didn't, I didn't know that. Yeah, okay. I started. I was 21 when 21. I started. 29 oh, yeah. now. See, that's a great age to start at. And how about you? Um, I I started three years ago, but I've been doing it seriously for about two. For about two years. Mm-hmm. All right. So so you must have started when you was like what 12. <laughs> I'm, I'm an adult. I'm 24. Oh, I she said she look. Look, she's gonna sound like a child. I, 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 I'm an adult. I'm, 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 I'm 24. I'm an adult. You, you sound like that. Uh, that commercial where the little boy catches his parents eating ice cream. Why can't they have it? Because because this this is for adults. And the daddy says, "Because I'm a grown up." <laughs> Grown up, but yeah, I started when I was 21, also. Yeah, yeah, 21, it's a weird age because, um, to start comedy because everybody that you see and look up to in the comedy industry and world, they're all in their 30s, and like, there's something about you, and, and that's something that you kind of pick up on when you're younger, like, this isn't an overnight thing at all. Oh like, man, no, and, it's, and, a, it's and, an adventure, and the great thing is definitely a marathon, but but you know what, that's um, I didn't start doing. I guess comedy on stages until I was about 24. But when I was like, when I was in college, I used to write jokes. Um, and and for, let's give them a time frame. So when you started when you were 24, and how old are you now? I'm 47. Four, so that's 23 years? 23 years. On stage. God. It's, it's like my life. Yeah, I right? Know, <laughs> yeah, that's right. I remember. I remember the day I started. There was a baby born somewhere. <laughs> and, it and it's not my child. Like my daughter. <laughs> That is bad when you work with people now, and you and and I remember like when I used to work with comics and A and H. Man, you young guy, and now I'm the old guy. I'm like, yeah, but no, I'm not the older guy because now there are guys that are still doing it. There's like sixty. You're like, it's time for you to get retired. I'm not retiring, buddy. I'm gonna do this. That's cool. What do you think? You gonna be in it for another twenty years? Why not? Exactly. Why not? I'm not getting a job. Not gonna get it. I mean, you know what? As long as I'm able, and and what's ironic, the irony of it is, what we're talking about Wednesday night. My feature act was Grandma Lee, 
right? Oh, yeah. And she's like 80 something, man. No. She's still doing it. And she, and I remember when, and you know, and she, you know, she's now, of course, she's getting a little older. She had to sit down on, like, on a, on a chair or stool and do her show. But I remember when she would, we did a show like maybe like 12, 13 years ago. Man, she was she was right spry. She was like <laughs> dance on stage. I'm like, man, I would I hope I have your energy. Yeah. She's still doing it, man. You can't cuz you can't it's it's intoxicating. It's nothing like when you you get a when you deliver a good joke and everybody oh, they laughing like that's right. That's that's you know, I don't I don't mean to sound but it's like, it's like a man, drug. You know, yeah, well it gives you a heart on. Oh. I don't know about drugs, it gives you a heart. <laughs> well, I I'd take the drugs that give me a heart on. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> you already taking Viagra? My yeah. Bad. It's recreational. Hey, yeah, recreational. <laughs> it's fun like that. Yeah, yeah. But no, I try to tell people they, you know, I, I get asked all the time, what's it like being on stage? What's it like to be a comedy? And I, I just tell them I don't it's the greatest high that you can't explain like, that's right it is it is is when you it's when you got you controlling the people like you got i like i got you man and and i love when 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 you're doing a joke and you it's and you're going fast boom boom then you slow it down and, you, and then sometimes i like to listen to the dead part to the dead silence because they're on your every word and you're looking at and then I'm thinking, like, all right, you need to stop thinking about this and start thinking about the joke, yeah. <laughs> I know how many what you jokes mean, now? How many, now how many jokes are you ahead of the joke you're doing when you're on stage? Man, I'm not that. Maybe two, maybe. So you're two jokes ahead of two, what you're doing. Yeah. Then you, then you're getting mm -hmm. good. How about mm -hmm. yourself? Uh, how many jokes ahead? Are you ahead of the joke that you're doing? Oh, it depends. I have I have kind of like two different sets that I do. One of them, I'm just completely on autopilot. On autopilot. Just, brrr, I don't have to think about it at all. I can, I'm just looking at the audience, like gauging their go. reactions. And then the other one, it's a lot of one-liners. So I'm all, usually only two or three. Here's that. Now, you know what? And it's all, it's good. Here's when you start, when you, and when you really, when you start writing on stage, always be in the moment. I used to do that all the time, and that's the thing that I do when you you're on autopilot. And then what happens is you is you like, I sometimes do that when I used to do that. Then I like, damn, did I say what I was supposed to say? Because <laughs> you're thinking. So then I stop doing. I try to be right in the moment. And when you're in the moment and the joke, and you then you can write stuff. You add on ad lib, and now the joke becomes. It used to be a one minute joke or one liner. Now it's it, all of a sudden it's a it's a ten minute bit. It's, it's growing. A, that's right. It's growing. I have one joke. I started doing it um, driving um, while revoked. I don't know if you guys ever seen me do the joke. And I, when I first started, the whole joke was I took the DM. I took the the um, driving while I took the the what is it driving test. Yeah. And the guy told me to drive like I normally drive. So you know I go through the j joke, and that was like a a, a two minute bit. Now I can do that joke 32 minutes. Oh, wow. 32-minute bit. That's crazy. That's amazing. That's now, crazy. how did you get to that? Like, did you, um, were you, like, recording your sets and watching yourself over and over? Or is it's, it just the fact that you were on the stage when, so often? When you, you get on stage, but you always, like I said, that's what I was talking about, staying in the moment. So when you're in the moment, the joke grows. And, and see, and the, and the best way to write a new joke sometimes is to rewrite the joke that you're doing. You know, sometimes some guys, I see them and they'll be like, you know, and I'm writing this and, and I'm experienced and I'm just writing, I've got all this new material. And I go like, dude, you need to rewrite the stuff you got, <laughs> write something new. So that, and sometimes that's the best thing. You, you write a joke and then you add something to it. Then you rewrite a line and go, oh man. And then, and sometimes, um, I have this, I guess when you're doing it a long time, I've got like, uh, six 
CDs and DVDs. So I call them, you know, you guys are young. We used to call them albums. So I got six <laughs> comedy albums. And on three of them, I have a joke about Walmart. And all three of the Walmart bits are different. But it's the same it's joke. It's the same, same joke. Yes, it, it was. It, you know what? It was, I wrote the joke when I initially, it was one reason, but then it grew to something else. Then it changed, you know. And so, and I remember someone, got, a guy says, man, I, I have this one because it has Walmart. I said, no, listen to it. It's, it's entirely different. He goes, it was different. He goes, the whole thing. <laughs> and that's, and that's. That's cool, man. That's cool. I wouldn't. I don't know. I, I sound like I'm complimenting myself. That no, cool. no well, I want to compliment you. Thank That's you, cool, thank man. You, thank you. Thank you very much. Thank <laughs> you very much, man. It's, we've got two more shows. We got two shows tonight, folks. If you're out there listening uh, tonight, was it seven thirty and nine forty-five? Are they doing the earlier ones tonight? Yes, that's uh, what it is. Yeah, yeah. that makes well, sense. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to go to move, and I don't know if I'm going to make it on time. No, I'm going to make it on time. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. They should have done definitely the eight o'clock starts like they used to. But that's right. But they're trying to move it. Yeah, up. so I understand that. So I think it's seven thirty and nine forty-five tonight, and tomorrow seven and nine. Um, 30. 9.30. 9.30. Well, we should say 9. Tomorrow night, 6.30 and 9. Yeah. Is it really? No, 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 no I'm just trying to give there. you a half hour. Yeah. Oh, oh, man. Probably Don't, do do actually that. Start Don't do that. Don't do that. So it's 7 and 9 or is it 9.30? 9.30. 9.30. Okay, 7 and 9.30 tomorrow. And the late shows, um, you're listening. You come out uh, to my late shows this weekend. I do a show called My Dirty, Dirty Show. Dun dun dun. dun shit. Yeah. And I'll be worse than shit tonight. No, it'll, it'll be, it's not really bad. It's kind of bad. <laughs> you know, it's bad when you start trying yeah, to defend yeah, it, and then you're like, nah, I can't. Okay, it's, it's bad. It's awful. It is, and, it, and it's a show that I used to do on the cruise ships. Um, and, and we used to, and I would always warn the crowds. Look, my last show I do is called my dirty, dirty show. It's filthy, and and so I would think I said, oh, okay, no one's gonna come. And then we started had to move it on some ships to like the big room. So many people <laughs> want to come and see the show. That's awesome. And then and and sometimes I would say some 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 just downright just awful things and people come up you're not nasty enough i'm like well what would you like me to do <laughs> what would you like desensitized from the that's internet and right, stuff that's right and i'm like i've bought a midget on stage and and i'm not going to say what i did to the midget come to the show tonight. oh now, goodness i've <laughs> got two midgets that's filling in tonight for what's going to happen one for each show one for each oh show. wow i have to replace the midget <laughs> You ruined a good midget. Get another one in here. That's right. That's right. I broke this one. No, I've never broken a midget on any of my shows. There was no midget hurt in the making of the Dirty Dirty Show. But it's, a, it's the late show tonight and the late show tomorrow. So come out. It's going to be fun. Oh, that'll fun. be awesome. Thank you so much, G.S. Sanders. You're always a joy. And seriously, people, come out and watch him. He is amazing on stage. Well, thank you. We've Thank had you. such a great time here at the Pop Comedy Zone podcast. I, I should I should be amazing. I've been doing it as long as you've been living. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm, I'm an adult. Now. I am an adult. I, I am. I am an adult. We'll come out to the show, everyone. Thank you guys so much. Thank yeah. you, D.S. Sanders. Thank, Thank you, you for having me. It was yes. an honor, D.S. Hey, Thank man, you. it's like always we were just so having a conversation. That's, yeah, that's always the best part. Man. Oh, is that what it was? That's it. Just a conversation. And we'll be back. Thank you, Hey, next time, let's just bring this to my house, man. This is... Groovy. And we gon' make you lose your mind. Everybody just have a good time.
Hey, it's me again just one more time. Want to let you know you can follow D.S. Sanders on Twitter at ComedianDS, and he's on Facebook. Look for Comedian D.S. Sanders. You can follow us on Twitter at Podcast and email us at ComedyZonePodcast at gmail.com. Will Jacobs is on Twitter at I am Will Jacobs. Spencer Taylor is at Spencer Taylor. I'm NCBalto72 on the Twitter as well. Just a couple program notes. We're coming to iTunes. We're in the approval process. You'll be the first to know when that happens. It takes uh, a few weeks. They want to make sure you're going to be there when you say you're going to be there. We uh, expect iTunes approval literally any moment. We also want to thank the folks at Switch uh, Stitcher for uh, letting us in um, as well. That's where Android users can uh, subscribe to the podcast and uh, listen to it every week. So that's at Stitcher. Um, we also, uh, if you like the show, uh, go ahead and tell two friends about us. Just uh, let uh, let two friends, you know, you tell two friends and then they tell two friends. And, and I know it's an old, an old marketing trick, but it actually works. If you like the show, you listen every week, you like what you hear, go ahead and tell two friends about us. And uh, that'll help us spread the word as well. Thanks for tuning in. Comedy Zone podcast. What up? Yeah. We're getting ready to answer some of your guys' questions. Y'all's questions. Y'all's questions. Y'all's, your guys'. We want to thank y'all so much for emailing the show. It really gives us a lot of fodder for it. Yeah. Your guys. Y'all. Your guys. Y'all. Yens. <laughs> what, do we, what do you have today, Brian? Uh, we have a, an actual, a real uh, listener email. And we want to yeah. thank you. That's right. Want to uh, remind our listeners they can reach us at uh, comedyzonepodcast at gmail dot com. Comedyzonepodcast at gmail dot com. This this uh, uh, question comes to us from a listener who is on uh, Twitter at uh, that Nilla Chosen. Uh-oh. Does that make sense to anybody? Yeah. That Nilla N I L L A. I hope that's not racist. I hope uh, not. Chosen C H O Z E N. That Nilla Chosen with a Z. With a Z, of course. Uh, his question is, uh, it seems like people get married because everyone else is getting married. Women see engagement photos on Facebook and automatically think, I got to get married and find me somebody now. Uh, he says, do you think marriage nowadays is just an overrated stack of paperwork? I do. Huh. Ooh. <laughs> I like how the person asked us a question yeah. and it's like, I do. Yeah, my like, opinion's already, <laughs> already here. <laughs> I want to know yours, but mine first. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's not going to change my mind, <laughs> but maybe maybe we can argue or this something. Question is not advice. All right, so marriage. Ew, you're the female. Know. You're the one that thinks about the marriage the most. You're the one who's married. Yeah, <laughs> but that doesn't mean marriage. I have to think about the marriage. I don't. I don't. Thinking about. I'm very financially, like I'm. I'm well, fiscal. You, you need um, a sugar so the daddy. idea. The idea of marriage. It just seems like a financial stress to me. Okay. Like, I'm like ah. <laughs> The, just the idea of like paying that much for a dress that you wear once and all that stuff. So I'm not like a, I'm not like it's a typical wild. female in that. I mean, you you aspect. are because as soon as you say the word marriage, you start um, shaking and, and getting all jittery, and, <laughs> nervous, and, and all. nervous. Like it, like oh, I gotta buy all this stuff. Like you just get a get a man that'll pick up dog poop and buy you the wedding dress that you need. And the dog poop that that would be the perfect proposal. You will never have to pick up poop again. You're like yes, yes, stranger. <laughs> So what was the question again, Brian? <laughs> no, no, no. The question is, I know that I know the question. Oh, you know so the question. So do we think that marriage is just like it's just something 
that people are doing nowadays. Just for the, the paperwork? Yeah, it's just, said? no, not for the paperwork. Oh, I hope I hope I get married so I can fill out all that paperwork. <laughs> no, does he, do we think it's just like a glorified like Relationship? stack of paperwork? I, don't know. I mean, so I don't think it is, or it hasn't been yet. Okay, I for mean, you. Yeah, I've, I've nothing but enjoyed my marriage so far. But why? Why did you get married? <clears throat> um, we, we have a lot of fun together, and once you understand how much fun you have and what each person is able to bring to the table of life and like if you could leave this table and go sit at another table or if you enjoy sitting at the table and we it, we enjoy each other and that's all like and we enjoy what what we bring together for one another and that was we we talked about that before we got married and we decided that nothing was going to change after we got married and so so if nothing changes what's the purpose of the wedding and the and the legality I, uh, her i'm gonna say for her part her parents um for so it's so it's basically the like older generations expect this so older generations um think it's proper um all the tax grid is set up to where it makes it more incentivized to be married yeah um, taxes. yeah right so um, there we go tax tax yeah there you tax go taxes grid. that's really the only reason to get married um other than that it's all ceremonial and mm-hmm. um um I- ideal I- so if you like to party you like the person enough mm-hmm. you like to party and you want to pay less in taxes yeah then th- that's the incentive to get yeah. married and, and i mean it's you know there there's it's also a um religious thing that you it's a commitment that you give to one another and whoever you want to tie into that decision but really it's a decision for each other hey it's you and me we are Let's, this is what Each we're doing. Property. Yeah. Yeah. We can sell one another if we get into debt. Yeah. There we go. That's, that's how, that's you basically presented what her parents is. with some cattle or something yeah. like that. And now she's yours. Yeah. That's it. And All now right. we can so high listener, five each other. Listener, then I guess if, if you like tax breaks, then marriage is a good idea. Yeah. Why do you not think marriage is a good idea? I am incredibly indifferent. Yeah. <laughs> towards married. Yeah. I I mean I th- I don't think it's a bad idea. Okay. Um I can completely I completely understand it. It's just you, you want to do without it or do you want to uh, be I married? Do, I'm just I don't I the, the wedding part isn't like top of my of course. priority if, list. I mean, but a lot of women out there that's where they screw up putting the wedding at the top of their priority. Yeah, that's and that's a, when it gets bad because then people will feel like there should be some kind of change that happened after they went through this big giant wedding. Yeah, it's like, oh, the wedding happened. Nothing so changes. Was... If things change like you messed up, you really I'm telling you. That's good. That's so, smart. Yeah. Yeah, but so you don't want to be married? I mean, it's no, a yes I or mean, no I'll, question. I'll get, I'll get married. <laughs> i'd get i'd get married i'm just it's just like not top of my priority list okay that's financially fair enough, but you I'd would rather enjoy just like go travel or okay. something for a while so you Maybe want with the person you want uh your marriage if if it comes along you want it to catch you off guard oh uh, yeah it's just the wedding is not something like i super want i want to eat food and it'd be cool to wear a dress but i could just eat food and wear a dress at my house I don't, I don't need to spend but you a could ton eat of money. food and wear a dress at your house with somebody that you really love and enjoy. yeah exactly so why do we need the wedding i don't understand like this i guess the ceremony i'm not throwing party stresses me out i threw a party once when i was like 19 and my parents weren't home and, and you like, had a gin bucket there oh it was Everclear punch oh, nice and there's just so much vomit <laughs> so that just the idea of having to think about that many people because weddings you know they're, they're they're so big nowadays you have to think about everyone the idea of meeting people at my wedding i hate meeting people at my parties like why are you here 
I don't know you. You uh, because you invite everybody to your wedding though. Like you should know everybody. No, you you meet people at weddings all the time because it's like you plus one. And but then, if you're the and bride, you can bring any kind of asshole to a wedding. <laughs> I like. You I, must I, be a wedding crasher. <laughs> yeah, I just feel no because you you put the plus one, mm-hmm. and so you don't know if you're who your friend's dating oh. or if they're gonna see someone. So oh. they bring that person. That's right. You have just a lot of single fun, friends. We, yeah, That's just for fun, is. I should start going to weddings and just like you know like bring someone homeless or someone I don't really know. Just like bring them, like, oh, who's this to you? I don't know. I just brought him because you said plus one, you and you're paying a lady. for it. You should bring a lady. Go to Amsterdam and get a get, and get a, a yeah, get a dame yeah. and have her dress the part uh-huh. and just come in. Uh, this is my date. You guys need to accept her. <laughs> Guilt trip everybody with your <laughs> exactly. eyes. Exactly. Yeah. You bring my dog. So I feel like did we answer that question for that Nilla Chosen? <laughs> I, I think so. All right. I think so. Yeah. Thanks to uh, at uh, that Nilla Chosen for yeah. Uh, first question. I have a question. About, uh, 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 engagement it, it, photos. Uh huh. You know how like <laughs> they're so funny. Um, it seems like I don't remember seeing my parents' engagement photos. Like I think I feel like this is kind of a new thing where like every couple that gets engaged now, particularly younger couple couples, all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. Their Facebook feeds are flooded with engagement photo. Is this a new thing? Is this something that just well the younger kids are doing? Or yeah, what is I think that? I think our generation and younger is a very narcissistic. In yeah, generation. you take selfies of yourself they in the love, bathroom or mm-hmm, all that yeah. stuff. They just want like pictures of themselves. Pictures of themselves. They want to see themselves. If they could like live in a giant walking room of of mirrors, mirrors yeah. surrounding <laughs> yeah, them, they would be happy. So I think the fact that you see so many more, I don't know, engagement photos nowadays is just a side effect of that, really. Yeah, yeah, it's they're a, hor- so a horrible funny. new trend. Oh, I, yeah, man. I think You're they're so, me, so funny. I, I really like engagement photos because they crack me up because yeah, they're always so cheesy exactly. and ridiculous. They are and cheesy. I'm like, you guys don't hang out there. <laughs> they're always like at a railroad track or an old barn. I'm like, this is where you hang out. It's too, It's like a Friday night and you're like, hey, let's go to that barn and stare lovingly at each other. It's ridiculous. But I like looking at them. I, I completely what would your, encourage them. What would your engagement photos be if you could go out if in your brain right Right now, what would you have? What would your cheesiest engagement photos be? Well, I, I'm in a relationship, and I'm I'm brownish, and then he's white, so it would be really funny to do a bunch of like really cheesy brown and white photos. Like we're holding one of those cookies that's like half vanilla and half chocolate, yeah, like a, a just like smiling cake. at each other. Yeah, that would be pretty funny. But I have no idea. Different places, a morgue. A um, morgue. Yeah, just going all over the place. And it just got dark in here. Yeah, sending sending those out. Just places that no one would... Because re- no one hangs out at a barn or a railroad. No one hangs out at the morgue. Go into a janitor's closet. Yeah, just Hold do. on to a mop. Exactly. I would just find the most random places. As long as we look... I bet no one would even notice as long as we're smiling and the phone, photo is shiny. You know, because no one pays attention. Really. Everybody pays attention, especially we if you're as attention. funny as you. Like, everybody's paying attention to, to that. See, oh, I wonder if her engagement yeah. photos are going to be funny. I don't think exactly. anyone's going to think that. Oh, they're totally going to think that. I've seen a couple um, engagement photos where the pers- the people will be, like, in the woods and they're smiling or something. And then, like, zombies come out. Have you seen those? Uh-uh, that that's kind of awesome. a trend, like an anti-engagement photo thing. That sounds awesome. Yeah, so that's pretty cool. Yeah, I don't know. Brian, did you take engagement photos? No. No, no, no that wasn't even a thing, I don't think. We, really? we, I got married in 97. I don't think that was a, a did thing. Did you take uh, consummation photos? We did. Uh, yeah, uh, actually videos. Yeah. <laughs> consummation. Sent and sent yeah. them to the family. Doing really well. <laughs> Everything's going swell over here. Glad you could make it out to the wedding. Yeah. I, uh, the engagement photos are funny, though. I, don't stop them. Keep them coming. Yeah, yeah. Like please them. don't. 
don't stop them. Uh, I'm sure the photographers like the business, but... Uh, yeah. You guys don't have engagement photos? Well, let me introduce you to this package. You know, engagement photos and blah, 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 blah. Then just shame them. Like, if they... Uh, we're okay without the photos. <laughs> You're all right. Yeah. That's what you think. Yeah. Okay. So you you don't love each other is what I'm... This marriage is going to fail. They didn't even have a photo. I like... I, lo- I love looking at wedding photos. I like um when the guy's, like, losing it. I think that's cute. Yeah. Like, he's just crying he's and just stuff. <laughs> yeah, and my uh, engagement photos, we ended up uh, jumping into... Ah, the, so you have like, engagement photos. Yeah, yeah, I was trying to segue into it. <laughs> on our engagement photos. You jumped into a lake? Yeah, And that's lake. something you guys do regularly? You guys are lake not, jumpers? Yeah, but not with clothes on and not holding hands. So, so that you had to do it perfectly, where your face is like... No, no, anything. we didn't want her faces. I mean, I, I did, but there's no way. We didn't have a boat for her to take pictures from that direction or whatever. But anyway, no, it was from behind. We just oh, jumped okay. in with our clothes on. And that's, the things I mean, that's people fun. do for a that photo. That was fun. Yeah, I mean, that does sound fun. And it's kind of uh, know, symbolic, mm. if you want to get artsy <laughs> with it. Um, yeah. Because you're more likely to drown with clothes on in a lake? Basically. Mm. Yeah, basically you're going to be drowning soon yeah. in cold water. <laughs> you're going to be wet and uncomfortable. Uh-huh. Congratulations on your marriage. Uh-huh. But who of you and your wife, who who wanted the engagement photos? Oh, I mean, it, it, it's yeah. always her. Yeah. Yeah, it's always her. We got to do, fo- like, anything. Like, we got to take pictures of this. Do we? Yeah, we do. All right. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it goes. Okay. They should have divorce photos. Those would be fun. Those would be way better than... That's what they should like. That should be a law. Like, in order to get divorced, we have to see your divorce photo album. (laughs) They're like tearing things in half and stuff and just kind of scowling at each other. Giving each other the finger, like right in each other's face. But but, but in front of a barn or a railroad. (laughs) (laughs) No, that would be when they take the photos in front of the morgue. Yeah, there we go. That that would be Ah, nice. Comes full circle. (laughs) Yeah. Do we have any other questions? Uh, Just one more question real quick. Um, My ex-girlfriend and I, not not mine, but the the writer's question. Uh Uh, My my ex-girlfriend and I dated for three and a half years. We broke up about a year ago. We've both been with other people since then, but not a day went by where I didn't think about her. Uh, the truth is, I could never hate her. I really want to be able to speak with her again. I just need to know how to go about talking to her again, and I want to know what the right thing to say would be. So, a couple broke up he, a year ago. He still kind of likes her and wants to get back in touch. I say, say nothing. Yeah, don't say anything. Just get passive-aggressive on Facebook. <laughs> like, you do stuff that you know that she did that she knows that she's going to remember when she reads it. You know? That's what there you're supposed go. to do. <laughs> That's how it goes nowadays. That um, is how it goes now. It's, it's very unfortunate. It is. Nobody conversates. Everybody just <laughs> passive aggressively like <laughs> says things in passing, and you're supposed to like figure it out. I love crypt. I love reading cryptic, dramatic Facebook posts. You well, I guess <laughs> we're not friends anymore. And then they're like, "Don't ask me about it." I'm like, "Okay." <laughs> I want to tell you about this, but I can't because it's on Facebook. Yeah, exactly. Oh, what's, what are so they talking dramatic. about? The medical emergency has passed. What medical emergency? What? Oh, I don't want to really discuss it. Then go away. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> then don't then don't post. Anything. I don't care. I like it though. That that always cracks me up. It's like the engagement photos. It's funny, but I, I wouldn't say anything honestly for especially if it's just within a year Uh, i think you dated for so long if she hasn't reached out to you then maybe she's not like interested in rekindling it or something yeah yeah if if she hasn't reached out to you definitely definitely don't say anything um but but we don't know if that like they're dynamic we don't know if he's just trying to be friends with her he's just like i miss her she was my bud the Um, guys are never just trying to be friends you don't think that's possible no absolutely (laughs) not everyone here's just shaking their heads no absolutely not but what if like he Okay, what if she's dating someone and then he's dating someone? 
I mean, you, then you, would that be okay? It's all about the respect and the relationship. So, mm-hmm. like, if you're if you're dating somebody and the other person's dating somebody, and those those relationships respect one another, then there shouldn't be a problem with them hanging out as so long as they respect what's happening. Yeah. But you know, it's when people want to get sneaky and feel like they don't need to respect whomever they're in a relationship with. Sneaky. That it gets it gets bad. That makes sense. Yeah. So, I mean, if. Dude, if you haven't talked to her, then um, definitely don't talk to her. But if if you guys are like chit chatting back and forth, let her start the conversations. Don't you go about be like, "How's your day? Yeah. Did you eat breakfast today?" <laughs> That's so sad. That makes me so, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know why that made me so sad. That just <laughs> broke my heart. Did you eat breakfast today? <laughs> yes. Yeah, so in sum, then, um, marriage, taxes. Taxes. Right? Yeah, taxes, the, taxes, the main incentive. Um, photos, do them. Do them. Because Divorce photos, yes. definitely do them. Do those. And then don't talk to your ex-girlfriend, man. Move on. Yeah. Get a life. Yeah. Yeah. Evolve. And then don't take our advice. At all. Just ever. Just uh, like don't even. This is a comedy zone podcast. Yeah. <laughs> why, why? Were you, why are you taking advice from us anyway? Right. But but keep writing in. Yes. Yeah, because it is very fun. <laughs> it's very fun. Well, I want to thank everyone. Thank D.S. Sanders for coming out. That was awesome. Oh, he was great. Yeah, thank you to J.D. Thank my, you, Spencer. The Robin to my Robin. Yes. <laughs> we, we Robin the shit out of this exactly. podcast. And goodbye, everyone. We'll see you next week. The Comedy Zone podcast is a production of Comedy Zone Worldwide and is recorded in a bunker just off the Comedy Zone showroom at the NC Music Factory in Charlotte, North Carolina. The executive producers of the Comedy Zone podcast are Brian Hepburn, Lisa Barr, and Brian Baltashevitz. Original music composed and performed by John McKeever. <laughs>